Big Easy Bets is partnered with Big Heads Media. We just gotta do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish small. Yes, from the top. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Big Easy Bets. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. God loves me, and God loves you. God loves all his children. This is episode number 17. On today's episode, we're recapping last week's picks, and we got a whole new group of picks coming up for this coming week, and we got Thanksgiving Day games. It's going to be jam-packed. On today's episode, we have, returning to the show, the Cuban po' boy, Jesse Barrero, how you doing? I'm doing good. Got into your press. He brought me back. And then, remember who I am. I made Ogeron's <laughs> stepnephew and Jimbo Fisher. I'm coming for your daughter now. <laughs> and then we have uh, Mr. Zequil, Brandon Barrero. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, so, yeah, last week was uh, an up and down week, I'd say. Started out with two losses in college for me early week games because I can't seem to stay away from the fucking early week games and then bounce back with three straight wins on a Saturday. Um, how did, how would you rate your Saturday? One through 10. <laughs> three, three out of what? 10. Oh yeah. I already clarified one through 10. Right. Um, all right. Not good. So before we get into the picks though, we will, um, let's talk about the saints game. So, did you watch? You got your Saints polo on there, Bam. Yeah, I think that. Uh, what are you doing with your eyes? There? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I think that Panthers kicker needs to be booted. What was the story? Did you hear about that? What happened to his brother? Something happened to his brother. Like his brother must have died. You saw him like hold up six or something after he kicked the first field goal. There was some story that I didn't hear all the details about, but apparently his brother or somebody passed away, so he was honoring him. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. So he hit the first one, and then he hit a 52-yarder, and so he on, he honored him, and then he proceeded to miss two extra points and a 28-yard field goal to win the game. Um, that's uh, not good. <laughs> that's not a good way to honor your deceased <laughs> brother. I'm sorry. Um, but it's good for the Saints. So is that harsh? You win some, you lose some. Go ahead and speak into the mic for me. You win some, you lose some. So he lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that did not look good. So, yeah, um, Saints wind up winning. So he misses a 28-yard field goal. Uh, Drew Brees does what Drew Brees does, puts together another impressive uh, two-minute drill, drives the Saints down, no problem, gets a 28-yard field goal for Will Lutz, and he even tried to shank it to the right, but he wound up making it. Um, so... I put down a bunch of bullet points from watching the game. Um, did you see on Twitter everybody saying how – everybody's pissed at the Saints now for not re-signing Mark Ingram. That's what I was trying to clarify. We offered Mark Ingram a contract. Did we not? Yeah, Mark Ingram got bad advice from either his agent or his – or somebody it was a, else Yeah, it knew. was a family friend. So he fired his agent. It was a family friend acting as his agent. Because Mark Ingram went into free agency thinking that he could get 8 or $9 million a year. And that's just not – that wasn't the case. 
Yeah, I think we offered him what five million a year. He wound up five million guaranteed, and he wound up getting six and a half guaranteed from the Ravens. But if he would have, they, they that's what Sean Payton was saying. He didn't even try to negotiate at all. He just quickly went and talked to the Ravens. If he would have tried to negotiate, he probably would have got what he wanted. Because if you look at it, I think Latavius Murray's making seven point four million guaranteed. So that's what I'm trying to say. Everybody's getting on the Saints for not. Uh, bringing Ingram back, they tried to bring Ingram back. If he wanted to be in New Orleans, he would be in New Orleans. Yeah, the whole situation was weird, though, how they offered him, and then it seemed like there wasn't any negotiation, Then we signed Latavius Murray even before Ingram signed with the Yeah, no, I think they knew that he was talking to other teams. I think they didn't want to get left out in the cold with nobody. So they kind of felt like they had to pull the trigger on Latavius there, and uh, I don't really blame him for it. I mean, if he does go sign with the Ravens and we don't get anybody, and then that's all we've got is Kamara... Well, then we look like idiots. So, but yeah, I mean, Latavius has been run, running great, dude. I don't, I don't understand why, what the problem is. We are, uh, I mean, what we're nine and two. We're first place in the division with like a four game lead. That's pretty. This is the most uh, complaining for a first place team that I've ever seen. So, that's what you call them bandwagons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, what about you? You're a little bit of a bandwagon fan, are you not, Bam? Mm, not as much as Mr. Alabama. <laughs> See? <here>. <laughs> Sitting next to me. Didn't he used to pull for Bama? Dude, didn't he? I, that's what I'm saying. He definitely Never. used to say roll tide. Dude, Never. whenever you had your truck, when you were packing grizzly mints every day. <laughs> You became a, an Alabama fan. I was never a fucking. Alabama I swear to God, I, I remember you Bama. saying "Roll Tide." I swear, I remember you. I remember. I think you y'all that. mistaking me for Ryan. Ryan yeah. had Alabama shirts, yeah, and sweatshirts. Um, so yeah, the biggest story. Uh, I, I obviously I, we watched the game. Did y'all watch the Saints game? Did you watch it? I'm trying to think where I was. <laughs> you're Obviously probably not. you're probably publicly intoxicated. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I remember we'll get into that I, later. <laughs> yeah, no, I um I caught most of it, but uh I think I missed like the second quarter or something. But I think if it wasn't for Marcus Davenport jumping over that line, I think he would have hit that field goal for some reason. I feel like he saw Marcus I don't Dav- know, he was pushing his kicks right all fucking day. So Yeah, but on that last one I think he saw Marcus Davenport coming over that line. That's yeah. what made him try to not try to get it blocked. No, yeah, he tried to you go, mean. you know, a little bit to the right and just end up overshooting. He tried to bend the bullet. Yeah, what did you think about that call? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to get into. Um, so yeah, the Saints, obviously. So it was third down, uh, right before, um, Sly missed the field goal. So it's a third down. Um, they're running a little crossing pattern with, I don't know who it was, if it was DJ Moore, I don't know who the receiver was, but Chauncey Garner Johnson puts his arm out and he, he bumps him. He gets in his way. Um, but he doesn't grab. So then ball goes over the head. I thought it may have even been a catch, but just pop it, dude. Just open the beer. Damn. Um, so Ron Rivera throws the challenge flag. And they're challenging, trying to say there was pass interference on the play. All year, they've stuck with the call on the field. We watched DeAndre Hopkins two games ago get mauled while the ball was still in the air, and they left it with the call on the field. We saw there was three calls in this game of pass interference that were challenged, and all three went against the Saints. Um, So, yeah, they go review it. Al Riveron overturns it and calls pass interference on the play, which if you want to get technical, it probably was. 
it was ticky tack in my opinion. He didn't grab. He kind of bumped him. I thought the ball was still uncatchable. But it's the consistency factor that 99%. I think there have been what? How many? I don't know if you know the number exactly. How many have they overturned this year? Fucking three. Yeah, it's like three out of 28 or something like that. Yeah, so they've been, and there's been some, I remember there was a Valde, uh, Marquez Valdez, whatever his name is, Scantling for Green Bay, I think it was, got fucking pulled down while the ball was still in the air. Like it was so obviously pass interference and they left it on the, they yeah, there's left it been with a the lot the of them that are, that have been blatantly fairly obvious. clear and obvious. And that's what the rule states for, for them to overturn it. And they just haven't. So it, Al River it makes you go. wonder what it would take to overturn in that for most of the season. And then, and then that gets overturned. So, which is so questionable. It's like, are you trying to, are you trying to take a shot at the saints? Cause this is the rule that got put in place after the no call. It's like, that's so backwards. That's not the way this is supposed to work. If you're going to stick with the call on the field, 99% of the time, you're going to have the balls to overturn the call in the dome. It, I was so pissed. I was so I was so frustrated watching that. I think Al Riveron's got to go. I think he's a joke. Um, I'd probably swing at him if I saw him in person. Um, you know where he's from? No, I don't. Do you? Same, same hometown as uh, Ray Charles. And Louis Armstrong. Is that a fact? Yeah, blind as a bitch. <laughs> Louis Armstrong was blind? Blind? No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. <laughs> like the New Orleans native musician? No, the other one. I don't think there is another one. You thinking of Lance Armstrong? No, he thinking of Neil Armstrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Neil astronaut. Armstrong definitely wasn't blind. <laughs> Neither was Lance. He was a hell of a bike Maybe rider. I'm thinking of Stephen Wonder. That, yes, he's blind. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> is he from Atlanta? <laughs> I don't know. Where man. did Atlanta come from? He said he's from the same. Oh fuck! Wait, now is Ray Charles from Atlanta? Watch your mouth, dude. We don't curse on this podcast. Ooh. Yeah, don't you? <laughs> nah, I forgot it. You know said what? That. What do you? What is wrong with y'all? Are y'all okay? Yeah. yeah. Do y'all know what's going on? Get <laughs> <laughs> the damn chilies. Uh... You're from New Orleans. It Louis Armstrong. What do you think the airport? You think it's named after some random guy? Blind guy. The blind guy. <laughs> yeah, that would be messed up if they put a blind guy on the moon. Yeah, I don't think Neil no, Armstrong is blind. Neil Armstrong. Nah, I was questioning you, seeing if you knew what you were talking about. You don't even know who Louis Armstrong is. All right, regardless. All right, regardless. It was it was bullshit. That was uh, I know you you think the NFL's rigged. You hate the referees. Um, I have inside information from somebody who works on the NFL PA that the NFL is in fact rigged. Um. And that's a fact, I swear to God. Um, but I disagree. I feel like they have an agenda that they stick to, but you can't blatantly rig a game, in my opinion. You can influence the outcome of a game when given the right opportunity, as they did in the NFC Championship game. But I don't feel that you can blatantly go in and say the Rams are winning this game without making it look like you tried to do it or that that was the plan from the get-go. Because whether we like to hear it or not, we did have an opportunity to put that game away many times. Uh, if fucking Stonehand Dan Arnold can uh, catch the touchdown in the first quarter. I mean, there was plenty of opportunities. So, but still, I think. Yeah, when, when you look at rigged games, a big problem is the officiating because there's so many different rules. And then you have 15-yard penalties, 10-yard penalties that, that uh, change the momentum of games. And that might not go. Uh, that might not be as conspicuous as 
what happened in an AFC championship game, but there's holding on every play in football. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. If you want to really so pause if, it and, um, and if you really want to And the Saints have it. been one of the most penalized teams uh, as far as holding's concerned in the NFL this year. So if a referee wants to uh, call holding, he can call it on any play that he wants. Yeah, no, so I uh, there I was reading something. So the Saints have the largest disparity in penalties in the league, meaning they have the largest gap in number of penalties called on us versus our opponents. Like so yeah, who, that doesn't surprise me. Which is ridiculous. We're hit, we're normally we're one of the least penalized teams in the league, but that means everything's going against us, which means the league is they're out to get us like they have been since two thousand nine. So it's a joke. It really is. Um. So whatever they try to screw us, they still can't stop us from winning. Um, the football gods were on our side. Somebody turned the AC on at the right time kick sailed right and that ac was still blowing they tried to blow lutz's kick over to the right as well um but the win's a win nine and two we play atlanta on thursday thanksgiving day um and i think it's going to be a bloodbath i don't think it's gonna be close but we'll get into that later so should we get into uh what's going on in uh your personal lives before we dive into these picks Hmm? Who's the lives? <laughs> how's the uh, how's the oil business treating you? It's, it's treating me just fine. So when you when somebody comes to you and like says, "What do you do?" Do you say like, "I'm in the oil field"? No, no. You don't just leave it right there. I say, "Wait, what, can you rephrase that?" You say, "Can you rephrase that?" I'm I'm not understanding the question, sir. What do you mean? What do I do? Like instead of saying, "I live life." Instead of saying you manage a take five, you should just start saying. I'm in the oil field business, and yeah, I'm a manager. I'm in the oil business. I'm the manager. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all you got going on? Um, <laughs> I um, retried the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, really? <laughs> so the first time, um, I got the original. And everybody that I've talked to about it said the original was garbage and that I had to try the spicy. Mm-hmm. So I did. And what do you think? T- tables turned. Tables turned. Yeah. Really? What you're you're on board with it now? I wouldn't say on board, but it's really good. Do you think it's better than Chick Fil A? All right. It's Don't better, you fucking it, dare. It's better than the Chick Fil A spicy chicken sandwich. Original? No. I disagree with both of those. I've had to. I've had the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes. What do you think? It's pretty good. It's crispy. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, it's crispy because it's all batter. It's but, it's seventy percent batter, thirty percent chicken. No, it was a good bit of chicken too. Mm, it's not. But the spicy chicken sandwich from uh, <laughs> the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A, my mouth was on fire. I only the only thing I could do was drink my Coke. You can't handle the heat. Get out the kitchen. Exactly. What's what are you doing? Damn Chick Fil A sauce. On it's yeah. not like the New Orleans heat, though. Like, what are you Popeye? doing getting a Coke from Chick Fil A? Because uh, I don't like the sweet tea like you do. Get the lemonade. Oh my god, this, lemonade's this even guy. worse. This guy. I'm okay, just it's good. Okay, I like the lemonade. I just I like you Coke. love lemonade. You're like a lemonade connoisseur. Eh, here and there, I drink a little lemonade. A sommelier. It's a wine expert, but uh, in this case, lemonade. 
Didn't mean to throw out some gibberish at you. I was like, I'm not no damn pirate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, Bam? What's going on in your uh, your personal life? Uh, you know, just doing sports, doing my thing. Oh yeah, shout out your rugby team. Go ahead. Yeah, Spring Hill Rugby, number one in the <laughs> South. Shout out to y'all, nine and zero this year. Division one. In Scrow, so it's there's different divisions, just like you know. Football, like D1, D2, well, since we go to a small college, it's National Small College Rugby Organization. <laughs> and we we played out of the four best teams in the whole South, which is Louisiana, <clears throat> Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and we won that whole South Cup. So does LSU have a rugby team? Yeah. Y'all don't play them? I mean, we could, but they're not in. Would y'all win? We would have this year, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. We would have whooped our ass this year. You think? Yeah. You swear? Swear. You ever seen Spring Hill play? Uh, yeah. With Wiping you. teams out. What you think? I went the other day. Yeah, what'd you think? No, I think they had the competition was subpar. What? The dude trying to swing on them? At UNO? Yeah. yeah. What What'd he get him and say? I don't know. Take, Something it, stupid. He got him. The dude was, like, five, the dude was like five foot six, like 145 pounds. He stood up. He got like pushed or something. He turned around. <laughs> saw the, how big is that dude on the team? Know, like, like six five. Yeah, he turned around and saw that dude and said, I beat your ass. And he just like walked away. He said, you don't know me. I'll kill you. I was like, Holly Grove, Holly Grove. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we introduced you as, uh, uh, what do we introduce him as? Z-Quill. Z-Quill. Oh, uh, well, we won't go too yeah, far. Yeah, but you play that. rugby with Lil' Milton's cousin, huh? Milton. <laughs> She's still up to the hood rat shit. Um, so, yeah. We, oh yeah, we were talking about public intoxication. You got a you got a story uh, there. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> first off, how old are you? Twenty four. Okay. In Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at a uh, some bar, you know, downtown, and uh, we're watching the LSU Texas game. And we in there. It's just like me and like eight of my friends. No one else is in the bar. So. You know, we're obviously going pretty crazy when LSU's going, like, scoring all these touchdown stuff. I don't remember anything after the first quarter. <laughs> all right. So we score a lot of touchdowns early. So Yeah, so I was going crazy with that and uh, started screaming, like, Sam Ellinger, butt chugs, white claws, and shit like that. Oh, great. Yeah, it was pretty pretty weird on Classy. our part. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Is that what uh, Spring Hill does? Mm. No Not laws really. when you're drinking claws, huh? <laughs> What's the mascot over there? A badger. Uh, badger pride, huh? <laughs> badger up. So, yeah, speaking of badger, we were on the way back to my house the other day, and there was clearly it was a rabbit in the road. There was a dead rabbit. And Bam goes, I think that was a badger. <laughs> it was uh, It was a joke. I said, no, it was not. Yeah, it no, was. It you think I think it was a fucking badger yes. in Louisiana? I, said, I swear he said it's so serious. I said, uh, that's definitely a rabbit. But <laughs> he said, dude, badgers are pretty mean, though. So I was like, okay, Bam, because it's your, you did say that. Don't fucking yeah, lie. Yeah, I did after the fucking fact i knew it wasn't a damn he said badger. why do you think they call tyron matthew the honey badger like, and he said he's a different type of badger it's a fucking badger same shit it's like the it's like the one off uh that's you ever BMS. Milk? what you ever drink badger milk no i have not you never drink badger milk <laughs> right, never mind am i supposed to know what that is i guess not what are but, you offended that we don't know what it is but think think of the badger off bms that motherfucker they were had the campus going crazy when that bitch got released yeah, whatever. Uh, nobody's intimidated by a badger, whether it's on the rugby field or not, whether it's you at a bar getting public intoxication or not. 
Um, so you got street cred though. You've been in the clink <laughs> <laughs> for like I think it was nine hours. I think all I remember but is I'm going to sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, you've I been got, in the clink too. I get a, I get a call at eleven. And it said, "Here's a collect call from." Bam! Bam! <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I tried calling him. They're like, this inmate has not been booked. And I'm like, all right, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get in touch <laughs> he with said, my oh, no, Please pick up. No. Please pick up. So I would have got away. So we, me I would have got away. So, they, they, so they kicked me out the bar, and me and my friend were, like, walking outside. And they, they were like, get your friend, like, away, or we're going to call it Coswell. Drunk ass me. Don't, I don't remember any of this, by the way. This I got all told this the next day. He said, uh, he said... <laughs> Um, the co- like a cop starts pulling up on us, so we started walking like the opposite way. Like he was like facing us, we we're walking like past him. And all of a sudden, he said he like stopped and he started backing up. So we turned back around, start going, and then he started coming forward again. And he said, "Me and him." He said he just saw me book it, just take off. And uh, it was like it's on like a gridlock type of street. So he said I made like the crucial mistake. He said I got away. The cop was like looking for me for like ten minutes, and he said uh. What do you say? Your rugby instincts didn't come Jesus in. Jesus Christmas! You went back to the bar, right? I heard the no. story. Spit it out, damn. Yeah. So I'm I'm hiding <laughs> I'm hiding like a damn bush or something, and the cops chilling, and I, I, hit, I hit three rights right back to the bar, and he pulls up on me stupid quick. Three <laughs> rights don't make an escape. <laughs> Everybody knows that. All Just my years, me. I've known Bam. I've never known him for his folklore. Yeah, no, he's never been a top-notch storyteller whatsoever. Yeah, We're talking bad, about the same storytelling, especially when I'm bourbon from these damn. Rolling Rocks. Rolling Rocks. Yep. Shout out to Rolling Rock. Um, I want so, a sponsorship. For so this what? Uh, what makes you feel like you're qualified to come on this podcast and make some picks to the listeners? I hand out locks. That's how, it. How the fuck do we know that? Honestly, I'm pretty sure you only bet what I tell you to bet. What does that uh, mean? I, I hand out locks. Like you got you. It's a lock. This is the lock of the week. It means it's a guarantee. Nice. <laughs> All right. Chill out. Learn something new every day. You shave your chest. You got some confidence now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a few rocks, some locks. I'm locked in, you know? Yeah, Bam, you're not even allowed to go in a casino yet, but I think if you just showed them your chest, they'd let you right in. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Bam's got the hairiest chest I've ever seen in my life. That shit's like Kevlar. <laughs> you, I thought Austin Powers was bad. <laughs> yeah, my goodness gracious. Dude, you've been growing that out since you were four? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never shaved it once? I mean, maybe you should try. Uh, the lawnmower 2.0. Um, what the ladies think about that? They don't say nothing about it. They say, "Oh, he <laughs> must like, be fine is, with it." This is really manly. What they say about your back hair, girl? <laughs> or do they say, "What's that stuck in it?" And then you say, "Oh, that's nothing." And that's then you... my jewel pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's recap these picks. Um, so yeah, like I said, I got to stop betting these early week games. They have not been kind to me whatsoever. Uh, Miami of Ohio, I had a minus thirty. Versus Akron. Akron might be the worst team in the country. Um, 0-10. 0-10 against the spread going into this game. And they, it was like a, it was like, what what do they say off the office? It's like one of those stories where the mom is tapping into her strength. She lifts the car. And that was Akron. (laughs) They they had the game of their, of their lives, of their lives. It was human strength. Yeah. It was, they, it was ridiculous. So they're 30 point underdogs. And they lose by three. They lose by three points. Miami of Ohio played like shit. Akron was 0-10 against the spread. They almost won outright. I think it was like plus 15,000. Something stupid. I, I'm pretty positive that's what it was. Um. So, yeah, regardless, terrible pick. 
not really because they lost by like 50, like an hour ago. So they're right back to where they were. Of course, I hop on it, and then they have the game of their lives. Um, I had NC State versus Georgia Georgia Tech. Um, if, this, if NC State would have halfway knew what they were doing in the first half, they would have won easily. Uh, they were one-point underdogs. Uh, Georgia Tech was up 21-3 to at halftime. NC State winds up coming all the way back. In the fourth quarter, they score a touchdown. They have to go for two to tie it up, and they don't get the two-point conversion. So they wind up losing by two points. Uh, absolutely brutal way to lose, but it happens. So then those were my middle-of-the-week games. I think I'm done betting middle of the week games from here on out. But Saturday we had a perfect three and O clean sheet. Um, Penn State plus eighteen and a half was my big easy bet of the week. This game was not looking good until they scored fourteen points in like twenty five seconds, and seventeen points in like a matter of three minutes. A uh, couple of crucial fumbles by Ohio State cost them the uh, cover, and Penn State plus eighteen and a half. That's a big easy bet. Who'd you have for the? Uh, you hit your no, you didn't hit your big easy bet. <laughs> but why don't you go ahead and talk about your your winner there at the top for Saturday? Um, I had Texas A and M plus thirteen and a half. They lose by what was it six? Yeah, we were at walk-ons watching this game, and Bam put down some money on Georgia. I said not smart. I said uh, Nick took A and M. He said, "Ah, uh, is that what you said?" I said, "I like." You said, "Do you like Georgia?" I said, "Yeah, I do like Georgia. I bet they haven't lost for me this year yet." I said, but in this game, Nick took A&M is exactly what I said. What did I say? I uh, said, nah, I took Georgia. Pissed me off by the end of the game. Look, Georgia, overrated. Mm. Mm. They're very overrated. Not, when, only, not when I pick them. They only scored one touchdown against Texas A&M. Yeah. That's a good Four point. field goals. So you had some you had some out there picks, some unorthodox picks this game. You had San Jose State, minus six. I think they wound up. Losing by three. Um, yeah, quarterback throws four interceptions. That's not a recipe for victory. Never. And at the end of the game, they actually got the ball down to the five-yard line, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping they get a field goal and they can somehow Go to win, win in overtime by <laughs> six or more. And, um, nope, he has three interceptions at this point. They get to the five-yard line. How about I throw my fourth one? And let's seal this thing. <laughs> so that happened. And then who else I have? Yeah, Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, Coastal Carolina won. Oh, no, no, they lost by three. Monroe actually did come back on them. Wait, what? Are you sure about that? Yeah. You looking at it right there? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina played a good game and kept up with them for most of the game. Ended up taking the lead late. But I'm guessing that uh, I think ULM may have kicked a field goal to win it. Well, that throws off uh, <laughs> the records. And why did I think that they won that game? Well, they were six-point underdogs. They. Oh, what was – oh, oh, they lost by three. Yeah. Oh, who gives a shit? They covered, though. Yeah, they right. covered okay, the you're making, me think, you're making me think they didn't cover. That's why I was like, oh, shit, I messed up the records. Um, um, yeah, well, who gives a rat's ass? And what do you mean? They covered <laughs> the spread. Yeah, well, I thought they won outright. I. When I, when I picked this game, Welcome. I said I thought they did have a good chance to win outright, but they didn't. Uh, yeah, well, Coastal Carolina, plus six. That's a W. That's all we're worried about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then I have Missouri. <laughs> Kelly Bryant, not a very good quarterback. <laughs> not a very good running quarterback either. I picked Georgia um, when they played Missouri. That overrated Bulldogs team uh, slapped a 29-piece on them, gave up nothing. 
I can guarantee you that when LSU plays Georgia in the uh, SEC championship, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that they double what the spread is on them. You think? Yeah. If the spread, oh yeah, I think we'll beat them. Don't get me wrong. I think we're gonna smack the living shit out of them. I'm putting forty I th- on it. I th- forty. That's it. No, they're gonna beat them up more than forty points. Oh, that's a fucking. That's a drat. That's a no. Don't get me wrong. Texas statement. A&M rushed. Watch. Texas Jesus A&M Christ. rushed for negative two yards. But yeah. I said, hey, that's not gonna matter because guess what? Texas A&M doesn't run the ball to, to yeah. move it. Yeah. And they yeah. don't. Te- Kellen Mond played fairly well. Uh, the pass rush got to him, but. Anyway, we're talking about Missouri here. Missouri. And, look, I thought Missouri's defense was going to play better, but Garantanamo, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, Garantano. He made some nice throws. I'm not going to lie. Bay. Yeah, Garantanamo <laughs> Bay. I don't know what his name <laughs> is. but um, no, yeah, He's solid. They In the beginning of the year, they were kind of flip-flopping quarterbacks there for a little bit, trying to figure out who they were going with. No, they ran a couple of quarterbacks, in a couple of different ones. Yeah, oh, but okay. when, when uh, Garantanamo, Garantanamo, whatever his name is, was that quarterback? No, they were completing. He was completing nice passes. Uh, and usually Missouri's defense is good, and their secondary, uh, they're good against the pass, but yeah, not in this one. So then you had Wake Forest minus seven. That was a solid pick. Yeah, what ended up? The Demon Deacons. I think they won by like 12. Yeah, they covered. That's all that matters. Yeah, they won by exactly 12 against Duke. Uh, and then see, I, Duke is a team that I like. Duke was, Duke's. They've got a. I think Cutcliffe is their coach. He's a quality coach. Um, they call him the Pirate. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. Um, last year they were. I bet on Duke quite a bit, and they were a very good team. Uh, this year I think I bet on them twice. They went one and one so far, picking Duke, but they have not lived up to expectations this year at all. It's kind of a, uh, kind of odd to me. I thought yeah, they Wake Forest is they were is a good team. They yeah. can run the ball. Their defense is scrappy, and uh, their quarterback and their wide receivers make plays. So then you have Washington State minus eleven and a half. Yeah, them scrubs almost lost. You gotta lost. stay away from Washington State. I'm never betting on Washington State. You don't, you shouldn't bet on a team that has zero defense. They've been screwing you this year. They screwed um, you with UCLA. How many points did Oregon State put <clears> up <throat> last week against? The when you talking about when I picked them? Yeah, I think that was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, last week. Was it last week? Not this past episode, but the episode before that. Yeah, not enough. That's all that matters. They played, it was like, what, 19 to, to seven. 7. They yeah. put up 7 against. Uh, Oregon State was playing Washington. Washington. Yep. They play um, Washington State. They put up 53. Jeez. Washington State has absolutely zero defense. And, you know, that might be something to keep in mind because yeah, Mike, Washington— Mike Leach needs to start— uh, And Washington State play this week. Yeah, Mike Leach needs to start uh, recruiting anybody who knows how to play defense at all instead of quarterbacks who can throw. Well, their for, quarterback threw three interceptions as well. Yeah, that's not good. So then la- your last pick was San Diego State plus three. I believe that was a push, correct? Yep. 14 to 11. I don't know what happened. In this yeah. Game. I don't think it was televised. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about that. A lot of my games weren't televised. Except, except you. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Penn State for me plus 18.5 was my big easy bet of the week. Um, they wind up covering the spread. I think they lose by 11, um, which, good. Can't ask for any much more than that. I had Arkansas plus 44 versus the LSU Tigers. As I said, this was not a shot at LSU. I knew we were going to kick the shit out of Arkansas, but 
I just didn't think we were going to kick the shit out of them by more than 45 points or 45 points or more. This was, I believe, the largest spread for an SEC versus SEC matchup in the last, like, 60 years, something crazy. Um, And I think they were down. They go down and score a touchdown with the third-string quarterback. Um, Then they're down 43, and they come out with the chip shot pooch kick. Unorthodox approach. Takes guts, and we need guts to cover these spreads. Um, and they wound up, the ball gets bobbled around. We The Tigers can't dive on it. It get, winds up at like the 10-yard line, and Arkansas jumps on it, baby. And I knew right there. You got lucky. I thought you were about to lose that bet. How did that, how did, was that lucky? Yeah, they were already covering at that, at that point. I don't know. I yeah, but pissed. LSU likely is going to score again. <laughs> eh, possibly, but not definitely. I look at that. I was definitely game. thinking you were going to lose at that point. Well, I was not. I see. I see. You, Bam was with me. We were watching this game. We were sitting there in the living room, and we were hoping he chip shots it. He chip shots it. I stand up. I said, "Get it, get it, dude!" They're all diving on it, bobbling around, and then there's Arkansas diving on it. And then I looked at Bam. I said, "Why are you cheering for fucking Alabama?" Arkansas. Yeah, wake up, wake up. We're trying to cover that. We already knew we were going to beat them. We already knew we were going to beat them. We already beat them by like you know what was it fifty points at one point. And then uh, they yeah, hit that yeah. pooch kick. Yep. And then that's when we started freaking out. We were like, we already know we're going to beat them. Just cover the fucking spread. Yeah, no. This, that's why I said this is not a shot at LSU. I knew we were going to kick the shit out of Arkansas. A 36, I think it was 36 point win is a, a fucking beat down. But 45 points is a lot. It's, I wanted more. It's the largest spread in an SEC matchup for a reason. So <clears throat> after allowing the points we did to Ole Miss, I mean, they were lucky to get as many points as they did. So. We it's we did get a little lucky, but <clears throat> one could call it the pick of the century. I mean, it takes guts to make a pick like that, <laughs> and it came through. I took it too. Yeah, I had something to say, but I guarantee you would make a, a pick like that with the Saints. What does that mean? There would never be a forty-four You're not point a real LSU fan. No, I, that's just a smart pick. Bet with bet with your head, not your heart. That's what they used to tell me in high school. I don't think they ever told <laughs> you that, but all right, and then. I'm back on the Boise State train, baby. Boise State minus eight. This game was not close. They absolutely kicked the shit out of Utah State. Had a lot of Utah State fans uh, tweeting at me after the LSU-Utah State basketball game. The Tigers gave up a 19-point lead in the second half to lose outright. Um, I was not happy about it, and Utah State decided to, all their fans wanted to come in, start tweeting at me. So I took the high road here. I didn't go in tweet back at every single one of them when Boise State kicked the living shit out of their football team by like 50. I decided to not say anything and just be happy with my win. Um, but I'm back. Full speed. Boise State, we're back straight to the bank. Minus eight. Um, so on the weekend, that brings me to three and two. That brings Nick to three, three, and one. Um, I hit my big easy bet so that I'm at 10 and six overall on my big easy bets. Nick is at eight and eight. Overall records individually, I am at forty three and thirty three, and Nick is at thirty five and thirty. Um, overall record combined for Big Easy bets for college, sixty and forty nine. So, just for reference, because um, <clears throat> I, I see a lot of people, everybody wants to follow Stanford Steve and the Bear, and the Barstool guys who don't know shit about picking sports. Um, so, just for reference, with these picks. So when it comes to picking college games, 
that I am at 57% picking college. If you round up 56 point, like seven, something like that. You round up 57. Um, Nick is picking at a 53% rate right now. So Stanford, Steve and the bear who are recognized as kind of like the, the professionals for ESPN when it comes to picking uh, college. Stanford Steve is at 35, 27, and 2. That is 54%. The Bear is at 30, 28, and 1, 51%. I mean, the Bear struggles every year. Is that? I mean, we talked about this. The Bear, the Bear's not all that. He knows a lot, but he makes some questionable picks. Um, the Barstool guys who really don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're just, I mean, they're funny. And they're popular. So Dave Portnoy, 99, 101, and 4. That is 48%. And somehow Big Cat, 98, 102, and 4. I don't know how they have a one-game differential, but he is also at 48%. So me being at 57% is higher than all of them. Nick being at 53%, he's right behind Stanford Steve by a fraction. Um, But he's ahead of the Bear, Dave Portnoy, and Big Cat. So... I mean, that just goes to show you that these picks are not just, we're not just picking willy-nilly here. We're looking into what we're talking about, and we're making sure that they're educated picks. Um, I mean, if you go anything above 50% is a win, so it's not easy to do. Everybody thinks they're going to pick 80% of their games, and it'll be easy. It'll be uh, it'll be an easy go. It's just not the case sometimes. But 55% and above is awesome. So before we move on to the NFL, um, just out of curiosity, Bam, what makes you think that you're uh, qualified to come on this here show and start making these picks for everybody? Did you see his damn chest? <laughs> that, that qualifies him? He's a fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I don't know. I feel like I just take some good-ass bets. Did you just say you don't know? You feel like you take some good ass bets? <laughs> I'm pretty sure That's you exactly what I just said. I'm, well, one, you don't know. That's not a good way to start it off. And two, I'm pretty sure you just bet anything I tell you to bet. I, I bet a lot of stuff you take tell me to bet, but I, I put a lot of my own bets down. I hit them too. Yeah. What does that mean? Taking bets. <laughs> taking bets. You place bets. You take that bet. Like if you if you bet me lock. well we're gonna find out today because uh i did not tell bam any of my picks and he did not tell me any of his i told him he's got to come up with all of his picks on his own so we're gonna see if he knows what he's doing he claims he's got stats and uh i got locks and he's got locks yeah we we don't condone any of his locks um so we'll recap nfl real quickly then we'll move on to the nfl so thursday night colts and texans I don't know how many times I have to say it. I sound like a broken record, but if you're not picking what I'm picking on Thursday night, you're getting left behind. Get we're, the fuck out of here. We're this going on fire. We're going two months now. Two months, and I haven't got a Thursday night pick wrong. I told Nick, don't take the Texans minus four. What did you do? What'd you do? Hmm? Who'd you take in the Thursday night game? I took the Texans. Well, how'd you feel about that? They got robbed. They got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, that four points is really what swayed me there. I, I, I do like the Texans. Deshaun Watson's kind of like Russell Wilson. He's uh, one of those guys that I don't like betting against because he can. he's just a gamer. He'll win you those games. Um, But above three, I mean, it really – I mean, you can lose by a field goal and still cover the spread. So that's what uh swayed me there. So I went Colts plus four. <clears throat> and, I mean, we're going on two months now. I remember, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I remember last year I used to not be able to pick a Thursday game to save my life. And now I can't pick one wrong. 
even if I try to. I'm trying to get these Thursday night games wrong, and I just can't. Can't do it. If I pick it, it wins. If I pick it and you don't pick it, you're a fool. Um, so, yeah, Colts plus four, cover the spread. Um, we had the Saints minus nine and a half. Uh, yeah, not good. Uh, very easily, I will say, <clears throat> a very poor penalty by Cam Jordan. Um, really hurt the Saints. We had a chance to go up 15 points if we score a touchdown right before halftime. Um, he gets a absolutely ridiculous, unnecessary roughness penalty that the Panthers later put together a 16-play drive, score a touchdown, and they get the ball back at halftime. That absolutely hurt us. Um, can we talk about Drew Brees' deep ball um, to Ted Ginn? I don't know if y'all saw that. It was like five yards when short. He ran across the, that was five yards short? No, the one where he stepped up in the pocket and threw it like 50 yards in the air that oh, hit Ted Ginn right in his fucking Butterfinger hands. <laughs> no, I thought you meant like you were talking one. about when he ran across the field, but that's a different one. No, so yeah, clearly I don't watch anything. Did you see the throw that I'm talking about? Yeah. In stride. It was and I don't the, even watch the games. They want to talk about... Drew Brees' arm is gone. This is one of the best throws I've ever seen. I mean, in stride. Ted Ginn's out there eating the popcorn like Brucey. Can't catch a cold. And, I mean, that would have put us up double digits right there. That that would have covered the spread because that would we would have had all the momentum in the world right there. I mean, you got it. That, if that doesn't prove to you why we need a number two wide receiver really bad, then I don't know what else will. He's got to catch those. I mean, he's notorious for dropping those consistently. Um, but nevertheless, Saints minus nine and a half. We were lucky to come away with a win by three. Um, then I had the Raiders minus two and a half. I'm not going to lie. This was a terrible pick. I knew it right after I said it. I decided to just roll with it because I'd already made the pick on the podcast. Um, this was a very poor pick. They were playing the Jets. The Jets have one of the best run defenses in the league, and that's what the Raiders like to do is they pound the rock with Josh Jacobs. Um, I I should have known better than to do this because they were playing without LaMarcus Joyner, and they were down another defensive back in the secondary, and this wound up really hurting them. They wound up getting – they got absolutely destroyed, like 34-3, to something crazy. Not even close. Terrible pick. I'll own that one. Um, I got to do better with that. But – so Seahawks plus one and a half versus the Eagles. They wind up winning outright as plus one and a half point underdogs. They win uh, 17 to seven or nine, something like that. Um, my big easy bet of the week for the NFL was the Packers plus three. They got absolutely destroyed by the 49ers. The 49ers made a statement, and um, Nick is showing me a score right now. Duke is, and holy shit, they're in overtime with Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> oh, my God. What is going on, man? Michigan State just lost the other night. Kentucky lost to, like, Evanstown or some shit. Um, Evansville. Evansville. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why college basketball is so hard to pick. But, yeah, Packers plus three was my big easy bet. They got abs- the shit kicked out of them by the Niners. Um, the Niners made a statement that D-line looked scary. Um, but the Saints control their own destiny. They beat the Niners when they come to the Dome. We'll be in first place in the conference and in the driver's seat. So you also had the Packers at plus three. That was also your big easy bet of the week. Um, we dropped the ball there. 0-2 for Nick in the NFL, 2-3 and three for me. 
That brings me to 22, 23, and 1. That brings Nick to 18 and 20. Overall for Big Easy Bets, 27, 28, and 1. I know I made a promise that we will be in the green by the end of the season, and I stand by that. Um, rough week, but we're going to bounce back. Got a lot of games on Turkey Day and a couple other ones that I like on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's make our picks for this upcoming week for college. Um, I'll let you throw one out first, Bam. Give me, give me which one you like. All right, so Ohio State versus Michigan. Ohio State spread is minus nine and a half. I think I'm going to take that. Well, I definitely am going to take that, not thinking that. And Say it again. Who are you taking? Ohio State versus Michigan. I'm taking Ohio State minus the nine Ohio and a half. State. The. the Ohio State. Get it right. Okay. You got You got a reason why? Yeah, so – for the past seven years that these two teams have played each other, pretty sure it's a big rivalry, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it their, definitely is. It's their biggest rivalry. Yeah, it's it's their called rivalry. rivalry Week for yes, a reason. Yes. This is where we all play our rivals. Yeah, so uh, the last seven years, Ohio State has won this game. And Ohio State, they're you know, still undefeated. They just got bumped up to number one in the rankings today, actually. And last year they were ranked 10. Michigan was ranked number four. And they beat them sixty-two to thirty-nine. <clears throat> this year, they're even better. Michigan's already lost to two teams. They lost to Penn State and they lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin beat them thirty-five to fourteen. I just think Ohio State's a way better team than both of those teams, and I think they'll cover that uh, nine and a half point spread pretty easy. Okay, so I picked this game as well. Um, so since losing to Penn State, Michigan has been on a roll, winning four straight. And going four and zero against the spread, uh, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Four and zero, it could be three and one, but I'm pretty positive it's four and zero. Um, this year, Ohio State is eight and two against the spread. So yes, this is the biggest rivalry between these two teams. You should know that, but I don't follow. I don't follow scrubs. Uh, whatever that means. Um, they're now number one in the nation, so you should follow them. Um, so yeah, this is their biggest rivalry, but. I can explain why this is not really much of a rivalry at all, actually. So since 2004, Michigan has beaten Ohio State once, 40-34 to 34 back in 2011. So in the last 15 years, Ohio State is 14-1 and one in this matchup. Of those 15, nine of those wins have been decided by more than nine points, which is the spread on this game of eight and a half. Um, I think this game will be close for one quarter, then Ohio State settles in, and they're going to run away with it. I'm taking Ohio State with the points, minus eight and a half. Or is it up to nine and a half? Actually, it's just, eight and a half. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Why are you whispering? It, Talking to the mic. If you got something to say, just say it. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Did you pick this game? No. No. What are your thoughts on it? It wouldn't surprise me if this game's close. Yeah. I think Michigan History is playing better than they were playing um, when they lost to Wisconsin and all, when they lost to Penn State. Michigan's a different football team from those losses. Um, but Ohio State's playing probably the best out of anybody right now, and they haven't really had any games that you would call close. So that's another reason why I think that this one could be close. I mean, I just think that some of them have. There's got to be a game before they get into the playoff that is going to be settled uh, at seven points or less. Ohio's going in raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you mean by that? No lube, no nothing. Just going in raw and giving it to them hard. 
<laughs> gonna beat that ass. Just like I'm coming for Jimbo Fish's daughter. All right. Um, <laughs> so if you had to pick this game, who would you take? Same people y'all took. <laughs> All right. The Ohio State. So, yeah, historically, though, this game has not been very close in the last 15 years. Just for the record. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, the reason why I feel historical like. Historical trends. Are history repeats broken. itself, baby. The reason why. Uh, the reason why I don't think that this will be close is because Shea Patterson, I think when you pressure Shea Patterson, he makes mistakes, and they've got the best defensive lineman in the country. I mean, Chase Young is a beast, dude. He really is. He's a freak. Um, they've got NFL-quality corners. Um, I will say, Michigan, this is going to be a good matchup at the cornerback and receiver position because Michigan has NFL-quality receivers all across the board. Um, but I think the difference here is Shea Patterson. I, I think he's going to make some crucial mistakes. Um, that defense for Ohio State is the real deal. It's, it's pretty scary how overall solid of a team that they are. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be the difference here. I think Chase Young is going to wreak havoc in the backfield, and Shea Patterson is going to make some crucial mistakes to cost him the cover. And Justin Fields is just a dog too. Yeah, he had some crew. He had a, I think what he. He fumbled last week, right? I know J.K. Dobbins fumbled twice. Two. Fields fumbled twice. Dobbins fumbled once. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, that's that was um, crazy, dude. I was yeah, thing to that. look out for is I think Shea Patterson could end up making some plays with his legs. Who's the quarterback for Penn State? Quarterback for Penn State is uh, Clifford. Yeah, and he. But made, they put in the backup. The backup. Yeah, is he, the one who has the dual threat ability. But um, in the beginning of that game, Penn State was moving the ball a little bit, not going just three and out. They were moving the ball a slight bit, but then Ohio State's defense would tighten up. And uh, what I saw was I saw Clifford making uh, uh, some plays with his legs that would normally be sacks mm -hmm. for that Ohio State defense. So that might be something to look out for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, so you're, Bam, you are definitely on that one. That is one of your picks. Ohio State. How many total picks do you have for college? Three. Wow, really coming in with the uh, – quantity there I'm sure about huh? it quality over quantity um so yeah uh I skipped over my Friday pick we're back again Boise State Blue Broncos minus 12 and a half at Colorado State I don't even need to go into it at this point they're just they might be the best team in all of college football most underappreciated team I'm six and two when picking Boise this year and I am back so Another big game. I picked all the big games this week. Um, next one I have is the Iron Bowl, Alabama at Auburn. Did you pick this one? I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. What, what about you, Nick? No. What did you pick? Anything? No. That's one game I was not going to pick on. Alabama and Auburn? I picked the Egg Bowl and uh, – Virginia, oh, you Virginia did pick Tech. the egg bowl. Yeah, on Thursday. Never heard of the egg bowl, but it's an egg bowl. Egg bowl, right? Bowl, the egg bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all right, the Iron Bowl. Um, I'll tell you why mm -hmm. Alabama is going to win this game easily, even without Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, I got him minus four two. Well, way to fucking have the suspense going there. Just why don't you just throw it out there? Um. I don't think Bo Nix is ready for this game. We've seen – you said it last episode, Bo Nix sucks. Does he not? 
Does he not still suck? Yes. Nick? Yeah, but it's at home. And that makes a substantial difference in your mind? Um. Yeah, I would say that Auburn would have zero shot of winning if this game was in uh, Alabama. If it was in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So what would you – okay, so if the spread's three and a half in favor of Bama at Auburn, what would you put it at home? Probably, I would say eight points. Eight points? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I'd agree. So I'm around there. Uh, yeah, I don't think Bo Nix is ready for this game. Alabama still has one of the most explosive offenses even without Tua. Najee Harris will be the best back on the field. And the three best wide receivers on the field will all be wearing crimson. Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, and Devontae Smith. Um, I saw a stat the other day. Devontae Smith has more yards and touchdowns than CeeDee Lamb, or catches and yards. He's the third best receiver on Alabama. That's pretty impressive. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is looked at as, I think he's a, they might even be saying he might be going top five, something crazy. I saw something. Maybe that he's probably a top five wide receiver prospect. No wide receiver prospect. They had him at number two, um, like in the draft. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's pretty ridiculous that uh, the third best receiver has better numbers than a top five potential prospect in the draft. Um, but Al, I mean, I know Auburn's defense is for real. But I don't think that uh, I don't think their offense is going to be able to keep up in this game. Bama's got too many playmakers on the field. Um, even without Tagovailoa, I still think they're going to win this game easily. Taking Bama minus the three and a half. You got any uh, any brain busters on why you taking <laughs> Alabama? Uh, with it, they're ranked five still, right? Yeah, that matters not. I'm just saying if they have like. Even the slightest chance of getting into the playoffs, they're gonna have to do yeah, that's some a good point, serious. No, yeah, they got to do something point. serious this game, and on top of that, so that'll that'll be something they got to keep their head on, looking forward to, you know. And then on top of that, Najee Harris is just different breed, dude. He, yeah, the, no, especially with Tua not there, he's gonna be getting the ball so many times this game. I just don't like that. I know their defense is like really good, but they like one, they do have one of the best D lines in the country, if not the best D line. Yeah, but Najee Harris though. <laughs> Did you just Insane, say this is dude. one of the games where they got to keep their head on? They got to keep. I think that's what you threw. I out forgot there. what I said. I think you threw lost that my out. mind a little bit. All right, yeah, you've been publicly intoxicated. If Alabama again. wins, they're going to get in the playoff. You think? Yeah. Well, unless if Georgia, Georgia beats pulls us, up a, a, mir- a miraculous upset against LSU, which is definitely not going to happen. Yeah, no, I still think Bama could find their way in. Um, but yeah, what will worry me picking. Alabama is the the Auburn's defensive line. That interior pass rushes. Derrick Brown. Something very different to go against than uh, a traditional pass rush that comes from the edge edge rushers. Um, Mac Jones is unproven to me still. Yeah. Uh, I know he had a good game against Western Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I know like North 60. Carolina. I know South Carolina. Western Carolina. <laughs> No such thing. You're lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like that if you can make a average throw, I, I could go out there and complete passes to those wide receivers. So I feel like it, if he's even halfway decent, which you got to think he might be the backup at Alabama, but he could probably go start at any other SEC school just about, with the exception of LSU and maybe a and I, I mean – 
Kellamond. Drake Fromm's looked at us. Yeah, Georgia too. And Justin Fields couldn't start at Georgia, so he had to leave. Yeah. He could go play at Mississippi State. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just because he's the backup at Bama doesn't mean he's not more than capable to uh, get it done anywhere else. Um, but yeah, right. and if Bo Nix, Bo Nix completed 60% of his passes against Georgia, which was at home, um, but he did miss the crucial throws down the stretch that co- ended up costing them the game and the, the, layups, and the spread. As Gary Daniels called it, the layups. Can't hit the layup. Yeah, Gary Daniels is a clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your third pick? LSU versus A&M. Taking LSU minus 17. Always, always riding with the the boys. Yeah, I'm taking them too. This yeah. is the revenge game. Uh, LSU just found out tonight that they got bumped down to number two after beating an SEC opponent by 30-plus points, which is ridiculous to me. In my opinion, uh, you beat an SEC opponent by more than 30, you should not be penalized or bumped down in the rankings whatsoever. Um, yeah, this is the game last year that everybody knows went to, what was it, eight overtimes? Was it eight or seven? Seven. Are we positive on that? Yeah, seven. I'm 100%. You're saying what? It what? was seven. Okay. What are you like chuckling at over there, Chuckles? <laughs> None. Oh, hey, yeah, what's that, up, Gil? Don't worry McGee? about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, this is the revenge game. Um, yeah, I think LSU's going to come out and kick the shit out of A&M. Jimbo Fisher absolutely robbed A&M blind. Um, uh, I know you got some. Fuck you, that dude. You like Jimbo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, watching last game uh, that they could, I watched the Georgia-Texas A&M game. I was critical of them in the beginning, but a, a lot of teams seemed to play Georgia like that. They wait to open up their offense till the second half. Uh, Auburn did it. Georgia, I mean, uh, A&M tried to do it. To me, I don't know I don't know why you would do that. To me, I think you should go out with what you think is going to win the game from the first play and do that and make them try to stop you. But, um, yeah, I thought they tried to run the ball a little too much, especially when you get negative two yards rushing. <laughs> you got to learn that that's not working. Yeah, that's never good. Um, so we are going to be, or I say we, I am going to be at this game on Saturday, uh, and we're going to be on the field pregame. And you better believe I'm going to be telling Kellen Mond that he's no Johnny Manziel. I'm going to be letting Jimbo know that he uh, fleeced A&M out of $75 million. I'm going to be talking at everybody. I'm going to be yelling at every single person on the field, whether it's the trainers, the towel boy, the kicker, be screaming out wide right every time. Kicker. He, yep. No, Fuck yeah, just like Utah State. We were on the field for Utah State. Tell them what happened. I told, I told them they'd be lucky to find uh, the end zone at all that day, and they didn't. They scored three points. Told them they'd never seen anybody like Derek Stingley. They said he's not all that. Stingley got a pick that game. Jesse got drunk and tried to walk out on the field with the 4-H club <laughs> and almost got us arrested. Um, Guess what? I got on the motherfucking field, though. Yeah, we all we all got a couple steps on the field, and then we quickly got escorted off. Um, no beer is allowed on the field. We did not know that. We just, Oh, we knew. Well, okay. Well, we walked on the field with our beers. So we were the only ones down there with beer, and uh, the police officer was a little critical of that. But honest mistake. But, yeah, you better believe that I'm going to be getting in every single one of their heads. I'm going to get Kellen Mond so thrown off his game, I'm predicting three interceptions. Two of them go to Stingley. You heard it here first. I'll go put beer on on, on their bench. 
<laughs> These players are drinking beer. Jesus Christ, how many has this guy had tonight? <laughs> Three. <laughs> he said, I'm going to put beer on your bench. Okay, you're really going to fuck him up then, huh? Whether his pants are going to get wet. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you heard it here first. I'm going to get Kellen Mond so thrown off his game. I'm going to be in his head before the first snap. All right? I'm going to videotape all of it. You can check Snapchat. If you don't, you're fake. Uh, if we get the field passes, I swear to God. Oh, you, you it. said it's confirmed. Uh, yeah, it's pretty confirmed. But if anything happens. Pretty. Okay. Okay. This dude, I'm telling you, he shaves his chest one night and then gets calm. <laughs> That's why he's got his shirt off. Um, <laughs> Fucking 90 degrees in this motherfucker. We got the AC running. What do you want? All right. Yeah, read hey, right down there. Turn the hey, motherfucker I'm, on. No, he did. I can't feel it. What's this, dude? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> My God. All right. So, yeah, a, uh, LSU minus 17 over A&M. Uh, I like it. You like it. Nick doesn't like it, apparently. What um, the fuck? What made you not want to pick this kid? Somebody game? give this kid a happy meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh. You feel like it's too many? A&M's playing well. I mean, it. if you, you think if you think Georgia's a good team, A and M lost to them by six. Well, yeah, I mean that doesn't mean they don't mean shit. It's week to week; anything can happen any given week. Look at Akron. They haven't played in Death Valley either. Huh? Akron, Akron, yeah, but I'm gonna let y'all know that I think A and M probably would have won that game if it wasn't for the f- officials favoring Georgia. Okay, so give me a score prediction then: A and M and LSU. I think it could be a two-touchdown game or, or even a 10-point game. Really? Yeah. I mean, you don't think we're going to come out and try to really fucking put it on them? After you got to worry about the defense, though. I mean. I know, but I feel like they're going to get it together, man. I think. We're going to lay them. We're going to lay it down on them. You still, we still got Chase on. We still got uh, Derek Stingley. I, I still think Derek Stingley might be the best cornerback in the nation. Delpit, I agree. Delpit's coming back. Stingley's that man, baby. Even though Delpit's had a very lackluster uh, year. Um, I don't know. We've got playmakers. That Ole Miss game, I get it. They ran all over us, but I don't really – I don't let that one bother me too much, you know. Arkansas was lucky to score the points that they did. It took the onside kick of the year to cover the spread for us. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is a lot of points. Don't get me wrong. But I think they're going to come out and they're going to make a statement um, after what happened last year. We kind of especially got, now that we're number two. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. They're going to come out. We, and, we went in thirty-eight to ten. Thirty-eight to ten. I take heard that. It. Okay. I take that. Um. All right. So there you go. Um. I also have Wisconsin at Minnesota minus two and a half. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be the difference maker in this game. I think Minnesota kind of got exposed a little bit. Um. Wisconsin's got a really good defense. Last time I bet on Wisconsin was against Michigan, and they got curb stomped. Um, so I'm looking to bounce back with them. Um, I'm also going against my better judgment, taking the UCLA Bruins minus two and a half, Hurricane Dorian Thompson Robinson um, versus the Cal Golden Bears. Shout out to Cam Jordan. Um, Literally the only bullet point I wrote down was Hurricane Dorian Thompson Robinson. They've been putting up some points lately. Uh, they played a very good USC team, who they're, they're so they're coming off a loss. But I feel like they're starting to figure it out a little bit. About damn time, it's the end of the year. Uh, I like UCLA minus the two and a half. 
Then the last pick I have is I'm going Missouri minus 12 at Arkansas. You just saw firsthand that Missouri is not very good. Uh, I think Arkansas is worse. I think Kelly Bryant is still a good player. I think they'll get it to get it together a little bit. But what are your thoughts on that pick? You don't like it? No. Well, I already already mm-hmm. put it down. I made all my bets today. I went to the casino. They're official. It was 12 and a half? Um, no, I think I got 12. I'm not sure what it is now, but I yeah. went. I went early this morning. Arkansas's uh, defense did fairly okay. Yeah. Against you know uh, Missouri's offense isn't going to be anything close to what LSU's offense was. No, yeah. And I think they uh, were able to stall some drives and even cause some uh, three and outs against LSU early. Um, yeah, I would. I don't know Arkansas. Missouri, they both suck. <coughs> yeah, no, they do. And that 12 is a lot of points, but I don't know. We'll I'll see. Yeah, if Missouri's defense plays how they uh, played for most of this season, then, yeah, they'll probably cover. But um, like I said last week against Tennessee, Missouri's defense didn't play very well. So, <clears throat> Yeah, well, that's the last one for me for college. You got What do you got? Uh, I got the Egg Bowl on Thursday. At 6.30 on Thanksgiving, I'm going with Ole Miss, plus two and a half, uh, playing Mississippi State. What a day, man. We got some good uh, football. Neither one of these teams are that good. I mean, yeah, that's o- not the Ole good Ole Miss is two and nine. I think Mississippi State might be something like four and seven. Um, yeah, I like Ole Miss in this one just because – I was looking at this one for a long time, but I decided to stay away. Uh, Ole Miss leads the SEC in rushing yards per game. Um, and I think if they can run the ball, they're going to be able to keep the ball out of um, – keep the ball away from Mississippi State and control the game. Um, Ole Miss played feisty against LSU, which yep. it seems like a lot of teams seem to be doing. But, um, yeah, I like Ole Miss in that one. Okay. And then I'm uh, – I'm also taking Virginia, plus two and a half, playing Virginia Tech. I think both of these teams are eight and three, something like that. And uh, Virginia Tech happens to be ranked 24th. I I like Virginia in this one. Uh, What's the quarterback's name, Bryce Perkins? Yep, I was looking at this one too for a little bit, but stayed away again. They burned me too many times this year. Uh, Virginia Tech played terrible against Duke that time, and that was one of the wins you got from Duke. Uh, Virginia... To me, in the beginning of the year, they looked like a good football team. They had a ranking for a while. I I just like Virginia and this one being an underdog. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's your last one for college? Yeah. All right, and you made your three picks, Bam? Yep. Uh, Jesse said he likes the over on the LSU game of 16. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you all right? I'm fucking great. All right. Uh, what about you, Bam? Were you over there writing an essay? Yeah, my phone's about to die. I had all my notes on my phone, so I'm trying to get them on the paper before my phone dies. You know? Hey, I just want to let y'all know something. Okay, go ahead. Falcons versus Saints Yep, is on Thursday the 28th. Also known as Thanksgiving. And is the third game of the day. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah so you know what that means. Yep. <laughs> is that what that means? <laughs> Are you okay? You got a hairball? You got a choke. You got a hairball? So should we talk about that game? 
Uh, yeah, we'll get to all that. Uh, Reed, how you doing over there? You want to come? You want to come say something? Come say hello. What about you, Kyle? Come on now. Come on down. <laughs> all right. I wish I wouldn't even say anything. Um, <laughs> God damn, it's hot. Is it hot? Yeah. We got the AC hot going. Shit. The AC's literally blowing right there behind you. <laughs> Don't feel it. What are you doing? Are you trying to play it off now and rub your hair because you couldn't reach this fucking string of the the fan? <laughs> you saw that? He went. Ah. <laughs> All right. Um. So that'll wrap up college. Um. We'll move on to the NFL That's here. What you want to recap? Oh yeah. Right. Right. Good call. Yeah, we're all discombobulated. Because nobody probably heard anything. The rolling rocks are flowing. We got Jesse here with a shirt off. Bam, sweating because he'll sweat in a snowstorm. <laughs> Reed's 15 <laughs> back there. He's been drinking for three Reed's hours. 10 beers deep. Um, and then Nick, Nick's sweating in a sweater over here. Um, hey, but guess what he's wearing, baby? <laughs> guess what he's wearing, baby? <laughs> LSU Tigers head to the toe. Let me see them damn socks. Oh, boy, you clean. <laughs> Oh, yeah, as you can tell, Jesse's got to wake up at, like, 5 tomorrow morning. So uh, whoever gets your oil changed at take 5, don't. It's not going <laughs> to go very well for you. Um, so, yeah, to recap the picks, I got Boise State minus 12.5, Ohio State minus 8.5, Bama minus 3.5 and in the Iron Bowl. I have Wisconsin minus 2.5, LSU minus 16 or 7. I think it's 17 is what I got it at. And UCLA minus 2.5. And Missouri minus twelve. All favorites. Unorthodox approach. All favorites. We'll see how it uh see how it plays out for me. Go ahead and re- recap your picks, Bam. We'll let we'll let We didn't uh we didn't disagree on any of the picks either. <laughs> Just to throw that one out there. Ohio State minus nine and a half, taking that. LSU minus seventeen, taking that. Alabama minus four, taking that. So you gotta uh you got to make your Big Easy bet of the week. What's your lock of the week? For college football, my Big Easy bet of the week is Ohio State versus Michigan. Ohio State versus Michigan, and you're taking Ohio State? And I'm taking Ohio State so, minus nine and a half. So Ohio State is your lock of the week. My Big Easy bet of the week is the Alabama Crimson Tide minus three and a half versus the Auburn Tigers in the Bourbon Bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and recap your picks real quick and then give us your Big Easy bet. Um, I'm taking Ole Miss plus two and a half in the Egg Bowl, and I'm going with Virginia plus two and a half uh, against Virginia Tech. Virginia plus two and a half is going to be my big easy bet. Really? Yeah, I sure hope nobody keys injured in this one. Well, you probably should have looked at that. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check the injury report before you listen to Nick's big easy bet. Should we have done it ourselves? Probably. Did we? No. Um. All right, let's move on to the NFL. So, as I said before, seven for seven on my last Thursday game. Um, I'll get a big easy bet. Oh, my bad. My bad. Speak up then. Bills are beaten. Okay, we're fucking talking college first. Uh, we haven't even gotten to the NFL yeah, yet. Yeah, the Bills All don't right. play college. That's why, that's why you don't get a big easy bet in college because you didn't make any college picks. We'll come to you, okay? I guess. Don't get your chest hair in a wad. We're coming. Sorry, it's um, my bedtime. <laughs> All right, so yeah, seven out of my last seven picking Thursday games. Uh, little disclaimer, that's Thursday night football, not turkey day, okay? If I get any of these picks wrong on Thursday, it doesn't affect my Thursday night football 
streak. With that being said, we are all picking every game on Thanksgiving Day. Nick, I don't know if you did that, but you're going to have to do that because we pick all the Thursday games. Um, well, then the streak's up. It's not up. One. If you have to pick it. One, I haven't lost any of these yet. So, two, it's Thursday night football, but we are picking the Thursday games. It's Thanksgiving Day. Well, then I Day. only have well, to There's pick only one the game Thursday at night time. Huh? There's only one game at night time. Oh, now you want to chime in? I'm just saying. Are you, are you catching, this was my big easy bet. You're catching your second wind? Uh, <sighs> yeah, you're taking the bills like a, like a moron. Um, Dak is not going to be able to throw the damn ball on them. I think they have the number one passing offense in the league. But Who? The Cowboys. They can't score. Okay. What, what about the Bills passing defense? It's quality defense. Yeah, it's about third. <laughs> you just ballparking Dallas that? is about six. That's pretty good, too. I know, but I'm going to guarantee you Dak's going to choke. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big easy choke. How about that? All right. Um, so, yeah, first game of the day is the Bears and the Lions. Um, at one point, this was a pick em, but this has – Spread to two and a half points because Driscoll is questionable with a hamstring injury. So they might have to go with the third string quarterback. Nobody knows his fucking name. Uh, that's a recipe for disaster on Detroit side. I'm taking the Bears here. Um, I'm not going to lie. I actually, I actually money line the Bears because when I went to the casino this morning, it must have been right as they dropped the news about Driscoll because... The board said minus one, Bears. So I was like, all right, just go ahead and money line it. And then I get my ticket, and they were minus two and a half, and I get a minus 155 on the money line. So I was very frustrated. But I said, screw it. I went, on, went about my day. Um, yeah, Duke lost. Did they really lose? Yeah. To Stephen F. Austin? Mm-hmm. Sweet Jesus. Anybody can lose in any – that's why it's so hard to pick college. Um, all right, but yeah, I'm taking the Bears. Uh, so how, we do all our picks against the spread, though, right? So I'll still take the Bears minus two and a half. Um, bam, you look like a bear, so I feel like you're probably <laughs> going with the Bears. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm gonna go with the Bears on this one minus two and a half. Give me one good reason why. I'll give you a couple. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. All right. So the Lions, they're three and seven. They're not too hot. All right. They're also on a four-game losing streak. They lost Stafford, yes. Yeah, so yeah. obviously not doing good. And Jeff Driscoll, I mean, yeah, Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> if he happens to be the starter, last game the fucking dude threw one touchdown and three picks, and then he's going to be playing against the Bears defense? Come on. This is an easy bet, minus two and a half. It's Bears. an easy bet or is, is it a big easy bet? It's the biggest, easiest bet you've ever seen. <laughs> Nick, who do you like in this one? I'm going with the Bears minus three. Two and a half. Um, yeah. You got three? Yeah. Where'd you see three? Uh, ESPN. Well, I know for a fact I got two and a half. So. Yeah, I got two and a half on my book. You like So you're taking the three. Okay. You can have the three. Um, What about you? Bears. Give me one good reason why. This ain't Blue Mountain State. You can't play the third string quarterback and win the fucking game in the NFL. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Lying. All right. Yeah, so, and I also have uh Bears Lions under thirty eight and a half as my big easy bet of the week. Really? Yeah. You're going with the not a chance. over under as the, not a chance the over hits in this one. 
Wait, say that again. I didn't hear you. Under 38 and a half. For who? I, I mean, like that's, a quali- that. that's a yeah. quality bet. I like yeah, the sound of that one. Bam likes the sound of that one. You, you got my eyes opening on that one. <laughs> you're, you're, you're catching his attention. For the Lions and Bears? Yeah. Okay. What about you? You like that? Over? I mean, under? Yeah. 38, you said? 38 and a half. Yeah, I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> All the points is going to come from the Bears. You're going to have a few field goals from the Lions. Yeah, yeah and the Bears aren't very good at scoring points. Hey, I'm telling you all right yeah, now. Mitch Trubisky probably. If you need a kicker, go get the Lions kicker because he's going to get you a lot of points. <laughs> Hopefully he don't go wide right. Old Matt Prada. He can hit it from 50. Um, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Second game of the day, Bills and uh, Cowboys. This game is in Jerry's world. Bills are plus seven. Touchdown underdogs. Y'all are on the Bills. Yeah, we on the Bills, Bills. Train. I'm not on the Bills. Okay. I like Sucks. the Cowboys. So about to be what? Give me give me one good reason why you're on the Bills. The Bills, so the game's in Dallas. Yes. The hard, Bills hard to win on the road. Yeah, hard to win on the road, but not this year for the Bills. They are four and one in away <laughs> games. I th- I gave you that stat before we even started. You knew I was coming with Bam said and said he's like, Oh, perfect. That's gonna line up great with my <laughs> only stat I have. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, I'm gonna fall I'm gonna I'm gonna keep in touch with what my grandpa always tells us. The two teams that you always hate and who you always bet on are the Falcons and the Cowboys. Fuck 'em. <laughs> yeah, I believe you, that. Who said he said you always bet on? He said, he said, if there's any team that I root against, he said, there's only two teams to have a root against. The team that plays the Falcons or the team that plays the Cowboys, and that's exactly what, I, that's exactly what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So he's rooting against the teams playing the Falcons and the Cowboys. It's oh. exactly what you just said. He's betting on the teams that's playing against the he's Cowboys. Rooting, gotcha. No, he's rooting against. Exactly. Well, Wait, what the fuck? Said I, said I said it wrong. Said it wrong. <laughs> just so you know, Bam's said, been at the brew pub all damn day with his friends drinking beer, and then he's on a sixth beer over here. So he, <laughs> he can't said, even he said spell only, his last. He name. said the team. Oh no, here you go. He said the teams that I root for. The only two teams that I root for are the teams that play against the Falcons and the teams that play <laughs> against the Cowboys. Say that one more time, and then he no, you got, fucked it yeah, up. We got you. We got you. Um, okay, so real quick, who's the best quarterback in this game? Dak Prescott. Okay. Dak. Who's the best running back in this game? Fuck him. Who's the best running back in this game? Not even don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Bills are going to win. Yeah, don't even need to say it. Who's the best receiver in this game? If you're talking about Amari Cooper, he got locked. His, he got his ass locked Doesn't up Doesn't matter last who's week. the best receiver in this game. You just said it. Who's the second best receiver in this game? You tell me. Michael Gallup. I mean, come on. Who's got the better, uh, the better uh, pass defense? Um... Bills, pretty much a toss. Who's got the better record? They're third in the league. Speaking of the best receiver, um, Amari Cooper has fifty-six receptions for eight hundred eighty-six yards. Yeah, I know you're going to bring up seven touchdowns. John Brown has fifty-eight receptions for eight hundred fifty-six yards and five touchdowns. Mm. So you're taking Brown over Cooper? I'm saying they're statistically close. No, I know statistically they are, but but that's because he got shut down by Lattimore and he just got shut down by Gilmore. But if you if you and had to pick, gonna, I think who's look, the better I'm taking receiver? the Bills in this one. Who's the better receiver in your opinion, though? Doesn't matter. The fucking Dak Prescott's going to choke. It I does think matter, that though. if it you're going to say, okay, who's the better receiver? The receivers aren't ever going to play against each other in this one. No, yeah, they're not, not going to line that's up. That's not my point. That's not what I'm saying, though. But the argument you're making is that 
the quarterback is better than their quarterback. The yeah, Bills' who's defense got the, who's has got more talent. The Bills have one of the best defenses in the league. Tre'Davious White's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. So if Marshawn Lattimore and and uh, Gilmore can lock them up, I, I'd be willing to bet Let's that. Take you out this week, baby. We that um, mm. gonna that Tre'Davious White is going to lock. Amari hey, we Cooper all bet it against you for the what? It was the Raiders uh, Chargers game. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Let's see how this one turns out. Yeah, the Not tables have turned. The Thursday games, I'm telling you. And would you, would you Thursday, say they you are plus seven? Plus seven. Oh, they got that. That's yeah. easy. See, I, I took them. I didn't even. I don't even have the spread written down. I'm just taking the money line because they're plus two forty on the money line. That's dough. Uh, I mean, that's dough, yo. Establish the run with Zeke. Lock. Establish. It's hard to win on the road, and the Cowboys just lost again. Jerry Jones said they said Jerry Jones was chewing out all of the people in the front office, all of the coaches. I think the Cowboys are going to come out fired up, and they're going to come ready to play. Fuck Jerry Jones. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't like the Bills in this one. I really don't. And I like. I've liked the Bills all year. I was picking the Bills a lot early year. Called them the King of New York. Yeah, three v one. And see if you the can Cowboys prove us wrong. have a uh, have an injury concerns on their offensive line. They still have one of the best offensive lines, regardless. Uh, Tyron Smith, dude. Scott, bro. Tyron Smith is so big; he's crazy. Like, you ever seen it? Might might sound a little odd, but you ever seen a picture of this dude with a shirt off? No, I haven't. This dude is. I think I read he's like six eight, six seven, six eight. 280 pounds. No, 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 no. It was like 310 pounds. This dude has a six-pack at left tackle. It's crazy. One of the, he's probably the best left tackle in the league. One yeah, but he's not. Um, one of them. Who would you say has one of the strongest defenses in the NFL? Strongest defenses? Probably the Patriots. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Are so you trying to make your point for the Bills and the Cowboys? Because the third-ranked defense and the sixth-ranked defense is not that different. Like, so That means the they're Bills both really are- good. The Bills are only allowing about 186 pass yards per game. The fucking Patriots only allowed 212 for that Dak Prescott okay. against them. Then you have the Bills that's playing against him, okay. which is third. I don't think he's going to have a big game. Okay. And I don't think Elliott's going to do shit either. So you think they're going to completely just get shut down? I don't think they're going to completely shut down, but I think— Well, who's going to have a good game then? The Bills. You Okay. Bam, we don't need you to pull up a picture of Tyrone Smith, all right? Ew. He looked like the dude from fucking um So do you think the Cowboys you think the Cowboys You think the Cowboys are gonna get You think the Cowboys are gonna get completely shut down? You just said no, right? But Dak Prescott's gonna get shut down and Ezekiel Elliott's gonna get shut down. So if they're the Cowboys themselves Uh, Yeah, I guess they'll get shut down then. So now you think they will get shut down. Ezekiel Elliott's gonna do more. He's going to do more? He's going to do more. Like his Obama phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this episode no more bad. rolling rocks. What? No more rolling rocks for you. Um, all right. Well, I'm interested to see how that turns out now. Um, I, no, I think if you take away Dak Prescott's number one target, Marmari Cooper, the Cowboys are in, all of a sudden treading water. And when you yeah, have but a Michael player, Gallup is very good. He is. Michael Gallup is very good. Look, the Bills have lost one game by more than more than more than seven points this year. No, I, the Bills are good. Don't get me wrong; I like the Bills. I was on the Bills all year, from the from the get go. I'm just saying, this this seems like a game that Josh Allen is going to go in and shit the bed because he has a couple of those every year. 
with everything that's going on in the media, Jerry Jones giving his state of the address with the Cowboys, uh, I think they know it's do or die now. Yeah, I think Jason Garrett's on his way out the door as we speak. Hungry dogs run faster, and they are hungry. The Bills are almost, like, aren't they pretty much almost guaranteed in the playoffs? Eight and three. Yeah. Yeah. In the AFC, the AFC's weak. Yeah. You're shaking your head. No, I'm pretty sure they're, like, almost got it locked up. Yeah, but, I mean, until they get nine or ten wins, nothing's ever locked. No, I know. That's only one more win. We're going into, what, week 13? I'm telling you, I think their percentage to get in is, like, very high. It's a lot weaker in the AFC and the NFC. So, I'm I'm telling you, I, I think this isn't a do or die for them. The Cowboys, this is a do or die. Yeah, but they can still compete for their division against um, New England, yeah. who has two yeah, losses. No, no one loss still, I think. Yeah, odds are they're not catching New England. Well, they played New England in the first game, and they lost 16-10. to 10. No, and I remember that. And so, Allen if they got can hurt, hold – Barkley had to come um, in. Tom Brady and New England to 16 points. I mean, I could very easily see that happen to the Cowboys. No, they this have week. a good defense. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I know. I'm, just, I'm. This one just seems to me like this is going to be one where Dallas needs it more. They they need it more, and I think this the spread represents it. Vegas no, Vegas knows it. So, I mean, a touchdown favorite after coming off of this loss. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but. You don't get rich we'll betting see. against me on my Thursday picks. So, uh, final game on Thursday is the Saints versus the Falcons. Uh, Y'all already know where we going in the rematch. I think it's pretty obvious where we're going here. It's only a six point spread. When by a touchdown, you cover the spread. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah, I got the Saints. Who you got? Who you got? If you take the Falcon, go ahead, take them. I wish you. I hope you take the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with the Saints. I was about to say. Yeah. It's so that revenge game. What about you? Uh, you can't not say anything here, okay? Well, that's just a stupid question. Well, then say that. Say anything. Saints, motherfucker, Saints, motherfucker, Saints. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. We're all in the Saints minus six. Um, why do you pick the Saints? Why did I pick the Saints? Besides you loving the Saints, why'd you pick the Saints? Give me one good reason why you picked the Saints. Uh, that's not for you to say. Okay, you just <laughs> just sip on that beer, all right, and then struggle to get up in the morning. Um, so yeah, Saints minus six, everybody's on it. Um, I've got two more picks for the NFL. I have the Browns minus two versus the Steelers. Mason Rudolph is benched. I think they come out. Uh, they took him out in the third quarter. I yeah. think the other night. <clears throat> yeah, Michael, my Michael, Mike Tomlin said that uh, they're going with the Hodges third string quarterback because he's the only because he hasn't killed them. I was like, Jesus Christ, way to throw Mason Rudolph under the bus. And he doesn't dude. have a damn he almost crater got, in the side of his head. Yeah, he almost just got decapitated last week. Give the Boy, guy it looks break. like the dude from the Goonies. Milky, wait, baby Ruth. <laughs> baby Ruth. <laughs> he got we his got, head all fucked up. We got to cut Jesse off. Um, so, yeah, I'm going <laughs> Browns minus two. I don't think this is going to be close. I think they're going to run away with it. Baker Mayfield starting to click. Uh, Odell found his way back to the end zone last week. Jarvis had a hell of a game. Um, Three touchdowns. Yeah, 148 yards. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, no, Kareem Hunt's looking good. Um, my last pick is the Jets minus three and a half at the Bengals. The Bengals suck. They're going back to Andy Dalton. Doesn't matter. They still suck. AJ Green is no longer playing. Obviously, he's still out. Uh, Joe Mixon, you suck. Bengals, you suck. You should have kept Marvin Lewis. Doesn't matter either way. Y'all would still suck. 
They might as well not even play with O-line. They fucking suck. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Did you see them against the Steelers? I was, oh, my God, I was so pissed. Why were you pissed? That's the one damn game that, well, that's the week that Drew Brees got hurt, so I had to pick up a quarterback. Andy Dalton was doing something. talking somewhat. about all the way back to week two? I don't give a shit. That O-line <laughs> fucking sucks. This dude's but talking I'm just about saying, week two. I'm just saying the Did one week that I pick up Andy Steelers? Dalton, this dude got me negative two points. Did you see preseason? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus It doesn't matter. Christ. That O-line, you might as well not they even play suck. with O-line. They, they still have yet to win a fucking game. They're just brutal. Yeah, no, they're terrible. Uh, What's the spread? Three and a half. It's cr- oh, I'm taking that all day. You're Who on you it? betting on Oh, I, I didn't even like write, think about it or write it down or, at all, but I'm going to put the fucking... The Jets played well last week. They played great. Yeah. I'm Trust putting the damn apartment on that Who's shit. Who's their quarterback? The Jets never play good Sam two weeks Donald. in a row. Wait, who is it? Sam Darnold. Yeah, but they're playing the Bengals. There hasn't been many teams that lose every game in the, in the NFL. No, I know. That's a good point. That is a good and point. And the Jets are a team that... Are very beatable by any. Yeah, but they have a great defense. I don't, I think the Bengals struggle to score in this game. I think Sam Darnold is gonna be a quality quarterback in this league. He's not there yet, but he's on his way. They still have Le'Veon Bell. Robbie Anderson looked good. Um, that defense is what really sold me. I think the Bengals struggle to score more than a touchdown. I really do. So I'm going Jets minus three and a half. Um, and that'll wrap it up for my picks. You can go ahead and do yours. Side note, dude, I got um, pissed. Sam so Darnold. I'm going bad. with the Patriots. What did you say? The quarterback for the Jets. Is that the dude that is really shitty and throws off of one leg? He's the one that got yeah. mono. Huh? What is, is that this him? Dude talking about? Yeah, the one that was seeing ghosts. <clears throat> you remember that? It was like a week or two. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, he was he threw like so many. It was against the Patriots. He was seeing ghosts. Is that what he said? He did play very terrible against the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit was horrible. He couldn't throw for. To save his life, but um, speaking of the Patriots, I'm taking the Patriots minus three, going against the Texans. Um, the Patriots have struggled to score the football in the past two games. I think that's going to change in this one. Uh, yeah, Patriots minus three. Uh, then you got the Vikings and the Seahawks, or no, I'm going with 49ers plus six on the road against the Ravens. Um. The 49ers play Green Bay, a team that runs the ball fairly well. Absolutely shut down the run. Uh, I look for the 49ers defense to do just enough to make Lamar Jackson uncomfortable. I, I, I think the 49ers can win this game outright. They're six-point underdogs? Yeah. At home? Oh, no, they're going to they're Baltimore. They're going to Baltimore. Like, a second. Um, but, uh, look, it could be – it's probably going to be cold in Baltimore – 49ers are a team that rely on the run. They run the football well. They do play action very good. Um, the Ravens run the football, but I think the 49ers defense might have a slight edge defending it. No, yeah, I agree. Let, okay, so in regards to the Ravens, mark my words. If the Ravens find themselves in the playoffs down more than two scores late in the game, Lamar Jackson will turn the ball over. Mark my words. He has not really been in a situation – where he's had to push the ball down the field to win the game. There was a situation earlier this year I remember telling my dad, watch, he will make a mistake, and we, we put it on, and he threw an interception that wound up costing him the game. I can't I can't remember exactly which game. Um, I could probably remember six beers ago, but not right now. Um, <laughs> he will make a mistake. Mark my words, in the playoffs, he's not there yet. He's a quality player. He might win MVP, but he is not there yet to where he is going to uh, – Take him to the Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. 
if it does, I'll be extremely surprised and I'll own it, but I really do. He's going to make a crucial mistake. He's not able to push the ball down the field yet. He's not there. That's my two cents. Was it when the Chiefs played the Ravens? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. My right leg is so asleep right now. I swear to God. I don't know what's going on. I think okay, I and then I'm going with the the um, Seahawks minus three at home, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not going to lie. It's tempting here to bet the Vikings here, especially with Dalvin Cook running the football. The the one thing I'm worried about is is the Vikings rushing attack. If they can keep the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands, that's only where they have a chance to win this one. But I don't think that's going to happen. I like the Seahawks minus three in this one. Yeah, I mean, you know I love the Seahawks. Um, who else Dude. you got? That's it. That's seven. You got seven NFL picks? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, well, yeah, I guess three on Thursday. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, You got any more, Bam? That's it for me. What about you, Jessica? Fucking retards. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. You okay? Uh, I'm tired. All right. Do you have any more picks? Yes or no? Let's get this show um, on the road. Yeah, I know. This is, nope. we're, we're going on an hour and a half now. So no, no? More picks. No more picks? All right. Um, Who that, baby? Yep. Go that, tag so that'll wrap up. Uh, what are you giving me the hand signal? Let's recap. Oh, right. Good call. Yeah. Um, yes, over two tonight on the recaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. Keeping track. Over I got there. to rewind. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, to recap NFL picks. Uh, Turkey Day, I got the Bears minus two and a half. Got the Dallas Cowboys minus seven. I got the Saints minus six. Uh, on Sunday, Browns minus two at the Steelers. Mason Rudolph's career is over. I get the Jets minus three and a half against the Bengals, worst team in football. Go ahead and recap yours, Nick. I'm going with the Bears minus three against the Lions. I'm going with the Bears. Lions game under 38 and a half. I'm going with the Bills plus six on the road against the Cowboys. I'm going with the Saints minus seven on the road against the Falcons. I'm going with the 49ers plus six on the road against the Ravens. I'm going with the Patriots minus three on the road against the Texans. And I'm going with the Seahawks are playing at home. They're taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Seahawks are three-point favorites. Bam. Yeah, so I'm taking the Bears minus two and a half versus the Lions. Um, The Bills versus the Cowboys. Uh, I'm probably going to take the spread. Bills plus seven, but I'm just going to take the money line. Looking nice. So Bill, you're Bills are gonna win. Bills on the money line. Bills you're money line Bills plus minus plus two forty money line. Well, no, Bills. he can no, he can take an underdog on the money line if he wants plus two forty. Plus two forty. All right, won't win that, but sure. <laughs> and then the Saints versus the Falcons. Definitely taking the Saints minus six and a half. That revenge revenge tour to Atlanta. All right. So you got just those three. Yeah. What about you? I don't remember what fucking bets I made. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Saints is gonna win. I bet it on uh betted. Bet it, baby. The Bears. You bet it on the Bears. Bet it on the Bears and then I bet it on the Bills. All right. Um, So that Prescott's not gonna do shit. (laughs) So they're all three on the Bills. I am on the Cowboys. Um like I said, you don't get rich betting against me when it comes to Thursday games. Um Thursday night. Yeah, maybe when there's one. Thursday night. 
All right. Saints, you got it. So that'll wrap up episode number 17. This is going to be our longest episode now. Um, Nick, before you run out of here, you got some closing remarks? Uh, no. I got All one right. thing I want to say. Go ahead. Go Tigers. Bam. <laughs> you want to give a shout-out to the boys back home at Spring Hill? Yeah, Putnam. Cowboys suck. You suck. <laughs> Fuck you. What up, Zot, my dog? Pozzolo, Eagles suck. Always will. That's it. What's good? All right. Kyle, closing remarks. Um, yeah, I would, I would get on the podcast, but I don't know anything about sports. You'll get on. You'll get so on, maybe. Sit on the yeah. <laughs> uh, Reed? Go Saints. Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you have any shout outs? Fucking fart. Not even who that? Yeah, he like, just got his voice deep. Um, all right. So that'll wrap up episode number 17. Um, no, I don't have any shout-outs, Jesse. Chill out. Why not? Um, so you can follow us on Twitter at Big Easy Bets. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. But most importantly, go subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can give us five stars, leave a review, whatever you want to do. We're out here handing out winners left and right. Uh, if we if we help you out, go ahead and leave us a review, a review and let us know. Uh, Bam's got one more thing he wants to say before we go. Forgot to mention him. Akawi, shout-out to my dog. All right, yeah. Bam, I got one shout out. I got a few crew. shout outs too. Boys from the hood, what's up? I got my boys all over the U.S. So I got my boy Will Dillwaniels all the way up Connecticut. I got my boy Brandon Lemoy. He's out there in the ATL. He know the ATL Falcons gonna lose. All right, wrap it up. I got Greg out in Dallas, and then Ryan out in Metro. I love all y'all. Y'all do y'all thing, homies. <laughs> all right, yeah. Everybody that we know gets a shout out today. Um, all right, guys. Y'all have a good one. We'll be back for episode number 18 to recap. Who that? We just got to do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes. From the top. One, two, three, four.